0: KDXI St. George, Radio St. George at 100.3 FM. And we welcome you to The Extraordinary Talk Show, a show to help you understand yourself and the world from a new perspective. And in the process, help you find your own personal extraordinary. And now your host for The Extraordinary Talk Show, Della Hill. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday and welcome back to another episode of The Extraordinary Talk Show with me, your host, Della Hill. Let me start with the same thing I tell you every time. Guys, I'm so glad you're here. I don't tell you that enough, actually. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching, live or later. I appreciate you guys, and it means so much to me that something that I say is worth it to you to listen to. Thank you. And then, as I always say, I am not here to tell you what to think. I am trying to get you to think for yourself. This show is kind of a lot of thinking that I've done on my own. And I'm going to share some of those thoughts with you in the hopes that it plants some seeds and maybe jumpstarts you into doing some thinking all on your own and coming up with some new thoughts that you never even occurred to occur I don't know if I said that right. Anyway, and along with all of that, though, just because I'm telling you what I think does not mean that I'm telling you you should agree with me. I'm specifically not. Please do not agree with a word that I say just because I say it. Please do not do a thing that I do just because I do it. If, however, something that I say, something that I talk about rings within you a bell of truth or strikes within you a chord of curiosity. Please. And I'm not telling you to. I'm just encouraging you to. Please follow those things. So this week, guys, I'm going to share something with you that all of these bits of this have been floating around in my head for a long time. And in fact, in some ways, it's things that I have previously even been hesitant to speak about on the show. But I think we're kind of growing and evolving. And I think we're ready for this. I want to talk about heaven and hell. And I want to talk about whether you're in heaven or hell right this minute. And then maybe later we can be concerned about whether you're going to be in heaven or hell later. But let's look at right now. Are you in heaven or hell right this minute? And it's okay to be honest with yourself because if your life is bombing like mine, be a, a, recognize that, acknowledge that, and have some gratitude for that. And if you feel like you're in hell right now, that your life just kind of sucks, and maybe that's why you're listening to the show in hopes that, to get some ideas on how to have a better life, and thank you and good job and stick with me because I think you will, Can it get better? And heaven or hell, we've always been promised, and when I say we, I mean many of us, that there is this reward like way ahead. And somebody else told us what things that we have to do to get there. And somebody else told us what it's going to look like when we get there. And somebody else told us what it's going to look like if we don't get there. And somebody else told us what we shouldn't do if we want to get there. And somebody else made us feel really guilty for thinking about doing the things that we weren't supposed to do if we wanted to get there. And it's just silly. I grew up in a theology, being taught a theology, and I'm very grateful for that because that gave me the foundation of what the things that I believe now. But there were people who loved me very much and had my best intentions at heart, and told me things about how to get to heaven and hell that I believed at the time, because I knew that these people loved me, and I knew that they wanted good things for me, and I believed other things that they told me, so I believed them when they told me these things. And they gave me these lists, like a list of to-dos and a list of to-don'ts, and if you want to go to heaven, you do all the to-dos, and if you don't want to go to heaven, then you do all the to-don'ts. And if you want to go to hell, then you do all the to don'ts. And if you don't want to go to hell, then you do all the to do's. And they gave me these lists <clears throat> and they told me, oh, by the way, not only do you want to do all these things, but you want to go to heaven because even though you've never seen it, never, uh, can't remember. I mean, that's where the, way, the way we told you you came from, but you don't remember that either. And you can't even see anybody else receiving the reward that they were promised once they finally got old and died. Um, but Hey, this is what you want. We promise. Anna being a little bit facetious, but play with me here. So I took these lists of to-dos and to-don'ts, and I took them really seriously. And I did my absolute best to live my life according to those lists. The problem was living those lists didn't make me happy. In fact, I had to fight my own nature in so many ways in order to keep following the lists. There were times when I felt like I had to hold my breath in order to do the things that I was supposed to do on these lists. And there's times that doing the things on these lists felt painful. And as time, there were times that there were things on that to don't list that were so attractive to me that were so mysterious to me that I didn't understand why, I, why they were on the don't list. Nobody told me why they're on the don't list, except for if you do that, you go to hell. What other reason is there for this action, behavior, thought being on the don't list? Other than that, someone else told me, if I do that, I'll go to hell. Because here's what I figured out. Trying to live by those lists was making my life more helpful. Not helpful, no P in there, two L's, was making my life more helpful than anything else I had tried yet. That trying to live by these lists was actually making me miserable. Some of the things on the lists I totally jived with. I'm down. Yeah, I want to talk to God and have conversations with the creator of the universe. That part sounds cool. I got some respect there. Um, but there were other parts of the list that didn't work for me. They just didn't. And not only did they not work for me, but then I had tremendous guilt and shame because they didn't work for me. What? And I figured this out, guys. Here's a really, really important thing because I think if you can figure out your own version of this, I think it might be as powerful for you as it was for me. Because I figured this out. Please listen. God didn't send me here to be miserable in his name. God didn't send me here to see how much pain and misery I could tolerate before it finally killed me. And then I got this reward that, by the way, you have to believe me because nobody ever, you don't actually get to see anybody else ever receiving that reward. You just see them get old and die suffering too. And that didn't make sense to me. I'm not going to tell you or ask you what should make sense to you. That's up to you. But that didn't make sense to me. God didn't send me here to be miserable in his name. And there was a hymn in our hymn book that said, home can be a heaven on earth. And that gave me different thoughts because I believe home can be a heaven on earth. And in fact, I grew up in a very happy, very loving household that was very heavenful at many times. And so I'm not trying to say that I was miserable all the time because I definitely had, there were definitely some things on those lists that did help me be happy, that did bring me happiness, but there were definitely some things that didn't. And so I went and I had a talk with God and what we figured out, I mean, she already knew, but she let me in on the secret is heaven is peace and happiness and love. And hell is struggle and never-enoughness and fear. And you don't have to work to get there. You are there. You pick which one of those you're in. That's where you are now. And where you are now is what you're attracting. So that's a hint, by the way, that where you are now is what you're going to keep getting tomorrow, next year for the rest of this life, as well as in the next life, unless you make an action choice change to switch up your vibration and get something different. So if your life is unhappy right now, guess whose responsibility it is to fix that? Because one of the things that God did when he sent us down here was he made us, and actually we made us, because we have God inside us, we can never be separate from him, her, it, la. When we made created ourselves, when we created the lives that we're living now, when we spiritually created the bodies that we were going to live in, when we were planning out everything, and even before that, we were given gifted, claimed free agency, free will the power to choose for ourselves. And that's ultimate power, guys. That's not limited power. That's ultimate power. In fact, according to the law of consent in the universe, nobody can even mess with your free will unless you give them permission to. And that means sources seen and unseen. That means you can ask your friend for help. That means you can ask your angels for help. But they can't help. Really? They can't really give you the help you need unless you ask for it. That's the law of consent. And that comes down to your life is what you are creating and you're the only one that can do that. So you are a sovereign being. This is what you are simply because you have this fundamental gift of free agency. And you can use your free agency to let other people help you and ask other people to help you, and that's pretty cool. Then you, you can use your free agency to ask for God's help in your life. However, you gotta realize God can't do it for you God didn't give you this life. You created this life yourself. You created it before you were born and you're creating it right now. And if you're happy, if you're in heaven right now, that is because you are creating that right now. And if you are unhappy right now, if you are in hell right now, it is, my friend, and believe me when I say I love you, you are creating that for yourself right now. And I did it too. I've been there. I've had bad days. I've had terrible days. No good, horrible, very bad days. Just like you. I've had days where I was in hell. And I figured out how to pull myself out of that, and you can too. It came down to this question of how am I supposed to get to heaven when I feel like hell? whether that's if heaven is feeling good tomorrow or if heaven is where I go after I die, how am I supposed to get there when right now I feel like hell? And I want you to think about that for a minute. How am I supposed to get to heaven when I feel like hell? Because that's a a pretty big question. I think that you yourself can come up with your own answers to that. Let me take a sidebar because I want to tell you something really, really, really important. Speaking of God, As always, I'm not trying to tell you what to think. I'm just trying to get you to think for yourself. But Here's the thing, and I think that when I say this, you can feel the truth of it within you. God only speaks lovingly. God can only speak lovingly. God is love. And if you have a voice in your head that is telling you things like you're not good enough or that you're a bad person or makes you feel guilty for your thoughts, feelings, behaviors, and actions, if there's a voice in your head that makes you feel shameful for even thinking about those things, listen to me now because I'm being very clear. That voice is not God. The voice that says mean things in your head is not God. It cannot be. God could not tell you that you're not good enough. God made you, and she knows you are. God could not tell you that you're a bad person. God made you. You can't be bad. God would not make you feel guilty for experiencing the world that you're here to experience. God would not make you feel shameful for even considering enjoying the world that God gave you. God gave you toys to play with. God didn't give you toys and tell you not to play with them. Don't feel guilty for playing with the toys God gave you. The voice in your head that says mean things is not God. And if anybody told you it was, no matter how good their intentions were, I'm telling you now, you choose which one of us to believe. A voice in your head or outside of you or anywhere that says mean things is not God. God can only speak lovingly. God can only tell you loving things. And if you want, you can ask for some help turning off that mean voice that maybe you used to think was God or maybe you used to think it was God's spirit. Not that either. Turn that off. Realize that's not what that is. Somebody told you that was a good channel. It's not. Change it. And tune into a channel where you can actually hear God speaking lovingly to you because that is the only way that God can and will speak lovingly to you. It is lovingly to you. And the same with God's Spirit. So don't let anybody confuse you or mix you up on that. And don't even believe me, but listen to the truth of it when I say it. The voice of God in your heart and in your head will always tell you that you're wonderful, will always Congratulate you for what you're accomplishing. We'll always praise you for every time you fall down and get back up again. Ah. So when you're listening to the voices in your head, somebody else told you that was a good channel. Let's not change it. Turn on some good ones with some reinforcing, loving, fun. Because also, by the way, guys. God and your unseen spirit guides have a phenomenal sense of humor if you ask them to show it to you. And I'm not telling you to believe me, but I'm suggesting that the best study is a self-study. And if you don't believe me, the best way to find out would be to try it for yourself. I'm just saying. So when it comes back to what makes you happy, what puts you in heaven right now, What makes you unhappy and puts you in hell right now? If you continue doing those things, heaven or hell, happy or unhappy, if you continue doing those things, you're going to get more of those things. If you are in hell, if you are unhappy like I was not that long ago, there are things that you can do to get to heaven. Here's a start. Here's a start. I, in one part of this of trying to figure out that God didn't send me here to be miserable in his name, I I had a meditation and in this meditation I found myself standing on the crest of a mountain next to God and we were looking down at my life and I realized that this was before my life and I was about to jump into it. I was about to be born, but I was looking very clearly at what was ahead of me and what I was coming into because we all do that. That's how that works. And God and I stood next to each other and then I held up these two lists and these lists said to do and to don't. And I read these lists, and I said, hey, God, somebody's going to tell me that I have to follow these lists in order to come back and be with you again. But I'm looking at these right now, and I can tell you that based on who I am, who you created me to be, and who I created myself to be, I cannot follow these lists. Following these lists will make me miserable. I won't be able to do it. And if following these lists is the only way to get back to heaven and back to you, I'm never going to see you again. And God looked at me and she said, yeah, I know they're pretty stupid lists. And then God said to me, here's the trick. Because your truth is your truth only, only you can know what's going to get you to heaven. And only you can know what heaven is for you, which is your own version of happiness. And only you can know what's going to make you happy. And God took those lists, and they disappeared. Boom, gone. And then she handed me a piece of paper that said, this makes Della happy. She handed me a magic pen. And then also at the top it said, to do. And then she handed me another piece of paper, and it said, this makes Della unhappy. To don't. And I didn't need another magic pen One's enough. And she said, Della, it's up to you. You decide what makes you happy. You decide what goes on that to do and to don't list. And you decide what heaven looks like for you. In fact, that's how you do it. And that is how not only will you come back to me, but you will never, ever, ever be separated from me. Because celebration is the highest state of being. When you are in celebration, when you're having that happiness, it's so easy to feel the God inside of you because that's what God is. So I'm encouraging you guys, if somebody else gave you lists and told you what should make you happy and what should make you not happy, and what things you have to do to go to heaven and be in heaven. And what things you have to do to go to hell and be in hell. I'm encouraging right you right now to look really, really closely at those lists. Because there's a few things on those lists that are true for you. But please do not make the mistake of thinking that because there's a few things on that list that are true for you. That all of the things on that list are true for you. Because that, my friends, is not the case. So if somebody else gave you a list of what you have to do, what you have to think, who you have to be in order to achieve heaven, in order to achieve your reward. That's somebody else's list. And that list might even be true for them. But you ask yourself, is this true for me? Because can the guy who handed it to you know if it's true for you? No, he cannot. The only person who can know if it's true for you is you. So look at those lists really, really closely evaluate them and circle the things, highlight the things that are true for you, and then move those things onto a new fresh piece of paper that says to do, things that make me happy. And then once you've figured out all everything from those to-do and to-do lists that somebody else, to-do and to-don't lists that somebody else gave you, maybe look at some of the other to-do and to-don't lists because you've been given a lot of to-do and to-don't lists in your life And you've already decided some to follow and some not to follow. Take a look again and look closer and see if there's not some things on some of those to-do and to-don't lists that you followed because somebody told you to, that you're still following because somebody told you to. And once you look at it and realize that, you'll realize you're not getting any benefit from that. And you'll stop putting effort into a thing that doesn't reward you. Oh, wait, were you waiting for your reward in heaven? What about now? Because God didn't send you here to be miserable now or later. God sent you here to find heaven. And that heaven doesn't have to be waited for. The longer you put it off, the longer you put it off. You figure out for yourself what things to do to make yourself happy. And you make yourself your to-do list. And you make a list of the things that you are never going to do again because those things don't make you happy. You want to hear what one of mine is? I will never again clean dried urine off of the outside of a toilet and the floor around it when I had nothing to do with it getting there or without some type of energetic exchange and agreement about why I'm doing that. It's a thing I used to do. It's a thing I used to do without question. For decades I did this. And then I said, hey, this isn't my mess. I'm not cleaning it up anymore. And I hope that you can find that too. Please make your own lists to do things that make me happy and fill up that paper, add to it, get a stack of them and make a list to don't things that don't make me happy and be really clear about things maybe that you used to do or the people used to do to you and those things don't make you happy and put them on that list and be really clear because this is how you clarify your intentions. This is how you tell the universe exactly what it is that you want. One reason that the universe hasn't brought you what you wanted is because you haven't told it specifically. And by doing this, you can tell it specifically. And by doing this, you can find your heaven right now. By doing this, you can get out of hell right now. And then whatever comes in the future, wonderful, because you get to decide for yourself in this moment, and this moment is always now, how happy you want to be that's what I had to share with you today, guys. I love you so much. Thank you for coming back and listening. I will be here again next week with more of my thoughts to dump on you. As always, I love you guys. I'll see you next week. You've been listening to The Extraordinary Talk Show with Della Hill. Search YouTube and Facebook, Spotify, or Podbean for video and podcasts of this show. Or go to RadioStGeorge.com. We'll see you next week for another edition of The Extraordinary Talk Show. Broadcasting from the campus of Dixie State University. Radio St. George at 100.3 FM.